BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The New York Times reporting on a classified Biden administration effort to provide real-time battlefield intelligence, including anticipated Russian troop movements, Russia's secret battle plan for Donbass, and locations for Russian mobile headquarters. According to the Times, Ukrainian military officials are using that information and other intelligence to launch targeted strikes that have killed multiple senior Russian officers. But American officials stressing to ABC News the U.S. isn't providing intelligence on Russian generals specifically. Yeah, so that's a dang interesting headline out of the New York Times uh, suggesting that we're doing what you just heard there. Providing intelligence to kill generals. So a spokesman for the NSC, the National Security Council, put out the statement after the New York Times headline came out. The headline of the story is misleading, and the way it is framed is irresponsible. So the administration calling the New York Times irresponsible. The U.S. provides battlefield intelligence to help the Ukrainians defend their country. 
We do not provide intelligence with the intent to kill Russian generals. There, there is a there is a difference there, and why the New York Times went as far as they did, Joe thinks is just you know typical. You know, you get more people to click on it. I wonder it if it wasn't sounds a, incredibly dramatic and exciting. Man, the New York Times didn't used to do that sort of thing. Welcome to the twenty first century. It's pretty damned provocative, I think. Well, to discuss the story, the reality, uh, et cetera, please welcome Major Mike Lyons to the show. Mike served with great distinction in the U.S. military and has been a respected military analyst on a number of networks and news organizations. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. Great to be back. So is there anything to this story? Should we be bothered by how uh, confrontational that story sounds? Was it on purpose to scare Putin? Does it not matter? Yeah. What's your take? We should be bothered that it's it's been leaked because we we knew this was happening all along. There's just you know the kind of I'll call it soft power, non kinetic you know kind of intelligence that we've been providing the Ukraine government has been tremendous. It's been an, a huge advantage to what what is just an incredibly dumb Russian military that has not learned has very poor operational security. So so they invaded with all of these um, ECM units, electronic countermeasure units. So they thought they were going to cross the border and blind the Ukraine radios and shut them down and shut down their sites and all these things. And it turns out all the equipment they brought turn, turned out it sh- shut the Russian stuff down at the same time. So they had to scrap that plan. And then their combo and their radios and things are just so bad that they've had to use cell phones. We, we've probably geo-tracked them more on cell phone use than, than anything else but there's no question we've been doing this for the past few weeks now targeting general officers that's something you know frankly the israelis do i mean they they, they'll they'll target those people and individuals just so happens there's just too many general officers sitting in these command and control centers that have all these antennas sticking out that have huge electronic signatures that were past that information and they just happen to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time so there's no question we've been doing it i just can't believe that we're talking about it now it's not something we should be saying anything about you know, were this not so horrific and bloody, the failures of the Russian military are practically hilarious. I- I'm surprised that uh, the military chief Shoigu is still in his job. He's got to be under tremendous heat. Yeah, but it's it, the die has been completely cast now. They, they deployed almost 60% of their ground forces uh, in, in this battle to begin with. Um, they uh, uh, like A quarter of them have been literally destroyed. We are taking out, we're, we're seeing reports that they take out almost a battalion tactical group, that's how they fight, uh, almost two to three a day, the Ukraine military, with the javelins and with the kind of equipment we're providing them, and, and they, just, they just can't maneuver, they can't synchronize fire, all, all the things that we do in modern warfare. We keep projecting what we would be doing. We sit there and go, boy, that, another convoy, we, we'd be lighting that thing up pretty quickly. So, no, they haven't adjusted at all, and it's almost too late. He, he's really running the risk of losing his army if he doesn't move it, if he doesn't get it out of there in the next week or so. Um, the question is, he might double down. He might mobilize, try to send more. There's a guy right now sitting in Russia who's driving a cab that could be sitting in a tank th- three weeks from now getting, getting the top of it blown off by a Ukraine javelin. That, that's, that's probably what's going to see happening. Wow. wow. We, we didn't talk to you last week. What's your uh, feeling about the change in tone, obviously, from the United States and NATO uh, from, you know, we're assisting to we hope they win to we're flat out com- in this to make sure they win it? Yeah, it, it is. We've got to be careful. It's escalatory. And the money that we're providing, so $20 billion that, that is in that last budget, that, that's purely military hardware. I mean, that's more than the budgets of Canada, 
uh, what they spend on defense. Israel, what they spend on defense. Ukraine spends $5 billion a year totally on defense before. So we're going we're gonna to give the Ukrainians four times what they normally spend annually uh, and have that for them. And, and that's, that's money purely for the, the military-industrial complex. So the Raytheon guys, everybody's clapping their hands. That, that's more stuff that's going to get shipped from here uh, over there. Um, more strategic weapons likely. They need, they need help with firing up these cruise missiles that are coming. You know, Russia can't even fly a plane over Ukraine still. Here it is, two months in. They can't even, they can't even put an airplane because they're afraid it's going to get shot down. They're firing cruise missiles from the Caspian Sea to make sure that they, they hit targets that are so far west in, into Ukraine that, that should have been, again, hit two months ago. If you're doing any kind of military campaign, you would have hit those and you'd, you'd have knocked those logistical centers out, the, the electronic centers out, the, the railheads. You'd have knocked them out two months ago. I, I don't know what they're waiting for. They just don't, they don't have any capability and they don't have any capacity to, to really figure it out. Military analyst Mike Lyons on the line. Mike, I find myself thinking about the relationship between taking territory and holding it as I think about mm-hmm. what the future might look like. Uh, obviously, Mariupol is, is devastated, soon to be in Russian hands, we're told. Right. Uh, but for how long and at what cost? What's the relationship between taking and holding territory? So it's, it's people, it's manpower, and what Russia has done here in the Donbass, and, and they try to do it in certain other areas, they come in there, they claim victory over a town, but then they leave. They, they, they kind of half did it in those uh, suburbs around Kiev, for example, um, but then they leave. They, they have no capacity in logistics, um, uh, any kind of way to set up any kind of provincial government even and the like. Uh, there's one town, Kherson, right now where they've been successful. They're only successful in towns that have been contested over the past six years, right? So you look at that southern eastern portion of, of Ukraine. The, the, that area has been contested for the past six years, and now they're, they're trying to still be all in, but they still they still don't have Mariupol, for example. They still The, the fact that you have a battalion holding out inside that steel plant is just, it's just incredible. Um, but, but, but again, they, they, their M is to say they have it and then leave, uh, which means they just don't have the people to in order to take it. They'll need, let's say, with 40 million Ukrainians and whatever the number's down right now, they'd need a million and a half, two million soldiers to try to pacify the country. They, they don't need anything close to that, and, and I think they're quickly realizing that they're in trouble. I know this is a, a heck of a guess, but what's this look like midsummer? So, in a perfect world, let's say the, the conflict has stopped and, and along the borders, let's say, but you still could see Russia lobbing um, artillery and cruise missiles and rockets into Kiev, into certain cities, um, as a way to remind the Ukraine uh, government that they can. Um, so, I, I, I don't see, you know, I see a stalemate. I see the fact that uh, the, the Ukraine military has fought the Russian uh, ground forces, they, they are grinding them out in that Donbass region. I, again, I wake up every day, I look at these British intel reports, and I just shake my head, saying it's just incredible how dumb they are. But, I, but, but what Russia does is artillery, they do rockets, they do terror, and, and they're not going to stop doing that. Um, so I think, I think you're going to still see that um, until something else happens, until there's another, maybe a leadership change in Russia, or maybe something else where they decide, they claim victory and decide not to do anything. The second that happens, the second Ukraine becomes a safe place, 
The West is going to pour in. You're going to see NATO, uh, Sweden and NATO, Finland and NATO. Put, I'm, I'm all for putting Moldova in NATO. You, we've talked before about this. I was never all into these, this before. I'm, I've changed my mind. Interesting. All these countries need to get in NATO. Oh, yeah, get in NATO. The, the, we're, back, we're back to the 80s. This is the thing I love. We're back to the 80s, back to the future. Cold War is back on. Russia needs to be isolated completely and not, not forgiven. Like the Germans have finally figured it out, woke up, stopped buying energy from them. Energy is a core competency. You want to have a country, you've got to be able to support yourself. So, yeah, no, I've, I've changed my mind that, that uh, we need to be pouring. We're, this is going to be a great 10-year run for the U.S. military because we're going to be putting troops and we're going to be putting a lot more assets in Eastern Europe. It's going to be great. It's going to be just like the 80s. Mike Lyons, fabulous job as always. Mike, uh, the folks love it when you stop by. Thanks for the time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. That is really interesting. He has changed his mind quite a bit in the last two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meanwhile, U.S. special forces and paratroopers are conducting widespread uh, exercises from the Arctic to the Balkans, uh, often with European allies, uh, or, or about to in the next couple of days. And I have a feeling, and I'll bet Mike would have agreed, that as Russia is floundering, uh, we're going to put on a show of, you know who's really, really good at this stuff? We are. Just to remind them. Right. And, and uh, certainly, I pray it never comes to that, which is, you know, obviously the the greatest truism of uh, military preparedness. If you don't want a war, be so strong, nobody dares. And, of course, the crazy thing is it all hinges on one dude that nobody has any idea where he is at in headspace. Mm-hmm. Is he is he rational? Is he sane? Is he healthy? Is he... Who knows? What could he possibly... I've been saying this for a long time. It's just flat out true. How could he possibly see this turning out in any way that's not a disaster? I think his his sole purpose at this point is minimizing the damage yeah. to himself personally, uh, to his regime, and to the country, his country. Although, obviously, the way he's sending practically untrained boys into the meat grinder of Ukraine shows he doesn't have a great deal of regard for his people. Here's my writing on this one. As far as it being a success, that ship has sunk. Huh? Mm, mm, huh? I thought you were going to say sailed, but you said sunk. Their that was big, even better. Their, and their big flagship sunk? Yeah, huh? It too, nah, it was too many weeks ago. Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers. Other than that, it was pretty good, though. I'll bet you Putin remembers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True that. Anywho, our text line, we got plenty more on the way, and a whole bunch of different things. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Keep all eyes on lane eight. Getting in the blocks and all is Lester Wright, the 100-year-old man. There they are off. Let's go. Lester Wright is coming down hard in lane eight. The man from Shore Athletic Club, 100 years young, takes the 100-meter title. Lester Wright goes 26-34. Alex, do you think you'll be running 100 meters in 26 seconds? What, 70 years from now? I can only hope, Gordon. <laughs> I can only hope. I haven't seen the video. There's a bunch of much younger people there that uh, got bested by the 100-year-old there who fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Oh, my Lord. Really? Yeah. 
Well, he's 100. Of course, Joe. Yes, really. <laughs> and has been married to his high school sweetheart for 80 years. Wow. That's wow. quite a story. My gosh. Boy, you talk about being blessed. Yeah. Good for him. I'd like to know I'd like to know his story. Is he uh, taking care of himself or is he one of those genetic freaks that, you know, pretty much lived the way the rest of us lived? He's got good genes. I don't know. Yeah, it might be both. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So uh, once in a while, oh, what are we doing coming up? Oh, well, I propose that during hour three, we take a look at a couple of the giant fads in American education, and how they are wolves in sheep's clothing. Like high-waisted jeans, you mean? No, 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 no. Fashions like uh, the restorative justice and the social and emotional learning thing. How they look very sheep-like. Like everyone wears Crocs now? I've noticed that. No, no, no. I mean, that's true, and they're more comfortable than you might guess. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you a good thing. Um, Bruce Rydell, who I don't know if you know his name, he writes about economics all the time. He has been the advisor for four different presidential candidates when they're running for president on economics, he's one of those guys that crunches numbers. Blasting the president yesterday for his just uh, embarrassing claim, though it might work politically, of how I've reduced the deficit more than any president, blah, blah, blah. If, you, if you don't know the, that story, stay tuned. Yes, please. Oh, speaking of lies so egregious, the left calls out their own. I saw the headline, and I dove into the article with trepidation. Glenn Kessler, who's the head fact checker, fact check for the Washington Post. Uh, and, and Glenn is a, a nice fella and he tries to be fair. Um, he, like the rest of us, have his biases. Uh, but again, he's a nice man and he tries a hell of a lot harder than, you know, like PolitiFact, which is entirely biased. So, uh, they fact checked, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas's claim that undocumented immigrants are, quote, promptly removed. Alejandro Mayorkas said in front of Congress the other day, you know what happens to these individuals? They're either expelled under the Title 42 of the CDC or they're placed into immigration enforcement proceedings. They make their claims under the law. If those claims don't prevail, they are promptly removed from the United States. I will go ahead and skip to the end. Um, They gave him three Pinocchios out of four, meaning mostly false, or to the extent that it's true, it's misleading. The guy at the very top of the pyramid of controlling our border told a flat-out lie about immigration, and will anybody pay a political price for it? Probably not. As they say in Mexico, he's el lying sack of crap. I hope my pronunciation was accurate. How could you? How could you get through that sentence? Well, it's it's, it's saying bad. no, no, no. Somebody tries to get across the border, they're uh, they're they're captured and removed. We don't have, we don't, we don't oh. allow illegal immigration. What are you talking about? Right. So they looked specifically at the question of uh, how prompt it was. Interestingly, for fiscal year 2013, when about half a million people were encountered at the border, and assume half a million uh, were not encountered and just got in successfully, about 90% of the cases have been resolved, about 9% being permitted to stay. Okay? That's uh, from 2013. But for fiscal uh, 2013. But for fiscal year 2019, only about a third of the million cases have been resolved, with a small percentage permitted to stay. The rest are still in the country. They're going through immigration enforcement proceedings or have been ordered to leave but have not left or cannot be found. So of the million, only a third have even been resolved. 
Everybody else has just vanished into the woodwork. If they are not granted permission to stay, they are removed promptly. Liar! I thought it was pretty interesting that the Fed jumped up the interest rate by the biggest chunk at once that they had in 20 years. And the stock market had its biggest day in years. Okay. so Yeah, I was a little confused by that myself. I didn't take the time to look into the whys. Uh, you know, probably sometimes... A- Probably a good idea, given the fact that the stock market is down as much as it's been in years today. So whatever. Holy cow. Fasten your seatbelt. Yeah. One of those deals. But yeah, interest rates are up. Crap. Uh, Joe Biden's claim about balancing the budget or cutting the deficit. Oh, come on. If you miss an hour of the show, go to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The bottom line is the deficit went up every year under my predecessor before the pandemic and during the pandemic. And it's gone down both years since I've been here. Period. That's they're the facts. And why is it important? Because bringing down the deficit is one way to ease inflationary pressures. 
So, more on that in just a second. Stock market had a very big day yesterday after the Fed announced the biggest rate hike in 22 years or something like that. Uh, so, well, we all knew interest rates were going up. I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Mitt Romney who thinks that they kept their foot on the gas with the low interest rates way too long that the Fed uh, did this. And then we were mm-hmm. in particularly bad shape for the pandemic coming along uh, having kept their foot on the gas all this time. So, anyway. And interest rates going up, you know what? That has an effect on our deficit because our uh, uh, the, it's just like when the interest rate goes up on your credit card. All of a sudden, your payments are way higher and more of it's going to the interest. And we could soon be in a situation where we're paying more per year on interest on our debt than national defense. And we mm-hmm. spend more than on national defense than practically everybody added together. But that's we, something. We have been a lonely voice crying out in the wilderness on this topic, and uh, we're not heated. Shame, shame. But so President Biden said yesterday, I reduced the federal deficit. All the talk about the deficit from my Republican friends, I love it. I've reduced it $350 billion in my first year. I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits and their MAGA agenda. Well, uh, I, I mentioned yesterday, as soon as I saw that quote, how ridiculous that sounded to me coming out of a couple of years of historic spending. Of course, it's gone down now that the pandemic's over. But anyway, Bruce or Brian Rydell, who is um, an economics guy, and uh, I listen to him on podcasts all the time, and he's advised for presidential campaigns, digging into the numbers. He got on a roll with this yesterday that I thought it was pretty good. This is so shameless, it is embarrassing. He's taking credit for the normal expiration of the pandemic spending that he had nothing to do with, and even as his deficits far exceed pre-pandemic deficits. And his snarky rhetoric is overcompensating uh, for um, being so weak on the facts. Here's some of the details. The three main budget bills signed by Biden, you got the American Rescue Plan, $1.9 trillion. Infrastructure bill, $250 billion. March omnibus approximately $200 billion. President Biden hasn't cut a damn thing. And the 2022 deficit is 40% higher than before the pandemic happened. Wow. So, yes, of course, mathematically, it's gone down a lot from what we were spending, committing to spend during the pandemic. But it's 40% higher than our pre-pandemic number. Shameless is the right word. Yeah. Joe Biden is a dummy. By the way, uh, he writes, using the 2021 deficit as a starting point is especially shameless, given that his $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan pushed the deficit back up. So he's taking credit for reducing the deficit from a starting level that he inflated himself. Wow. Let's go, Brandon. But like, like I said yesterday, it's, it's become more clear to me, and I just need to accept it. Politics is all about hoping most of your audience doesn't know the context of what you're saying. Oh yeah, and if you yeah. if you're somebody who follows the news fairly closely and you do know the context most of the time, it makes you sick. I mean, it drives you crazy that people on both sides do this constantly. But that's what you do as a politician: is you hope that most of your audience doesn't have enough information to know what you're saying is a load of crap. Bingo. 
Right. Well, a couple of things are happening simultaneously across the fruited plain. It's springtime, and so it's breeding seasons for various beasts, and they will begin uh, acting wildly, moving more frequently, getting hit on roads. Uh, if you see a buck, don't get between him and his, his girlfriend, you know, that sort of thing. And it's post-primaries now, full-on midterm election season. So the lying and the misleading and the wild-ass rhetoric is just going to be unending. For the next several months. I mean, does that make uh, obvious sense to everyone? You're telling your husband or your wife, this month I have reduced my spending 5,000%. What have you done? You bought a car last month. Of course you've spent a lot less than you did last month. Right. right. That doesn't matter. I've reduced my spending by 5,000%. All right. I'm reminded of John Adams' quote that liberty cannot be preserved without general knowledge among the people. Well... Takes care of that. Wow. Unbelievable. That is shameless. Oh, speaking of crazy things Joe Biden is saying lately, uh, go ahead. Run 30 for us there, Michael, would you? This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. I, there's no need to even respond to that. That's just idiotic. That's pretty uh, over the top. Like you said, the, we're in an election season. We're into a silly season, as Barack Obama once correctly called it. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, uh, deer and rot, uh, just uh, politicians act like lunatics. And then this one, I'm like looking for this. Deer and rot. <laughs> uh, and, and this one we were looking for yesterday, and we finally found it. And the, uh, the, the part of this that got so much attention was when Joe Biden refers to aborting a child, which is uncharacteristically accurate. Uh, but man, what leads up to it and, and follows it, just rambling nonsense. Go ahead, Michael, 31. What all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded that the right that the existence of a human life and being is a question is it at the moment of conception is it six months is it six weeks is it is it quickening like aquinas argued i mean so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Thank you. What does this mean for the midterms? What does this mean for the Democrats' argument in the midterms? I haven't thought that through yet. So where do you even want to start with that? You can start with the, uh, I suppose, the aborting a child, which is, uh, again, refreshing, somebody actually saying that. Uh, or how about the argument that because, and, and you have to listen to it a couple times to figure out the point he's trying to make, because major religions religions have wrestled with when life actually begins, that nobody has the right to draw that line. Okay, my religion says it, it starts at puberty. Age uh, 11 to 14, that's when life begins. So any kid who doesn't please you up until the age of 10, 10 and a half, if you want to get rid of them, get rid of them. What a, what a ridiculous thing to say. You know, on this topic, I wish we would be more careful in, in our language as opposed to like the deficit stuff. Okay. That's just a political game. That's a rhetorical game and it is what it is, but. Every conversation about this should talk about when are we talking about the abortion? The the constant conversation over the last three days of, uh, uh, like, it's abortion, yes or no, you're either okay with it or you're not. It should be legal or it's not. When is the whole question? When is the entire question looking at all the polling, as we've said over and over? 
majorities are okay with first trimester. Majorities aren't okay after that. So it's when. When is the thing? Right. And so acting like uh, any laws in some of these, some of these states do have trigger laws where they immediately outlaw abortion after a certain point. Now, some states want to do away with it more or less altogether, but a lot of states it's after a certain point. Well, most Americans are okay with that. That's not a horror. That's just getting in line with where most people are. Well, and the vast, vast majority of human beings on Earth are okay with that. Yeah, that is right. the standard. Which is a point that should be made over and over again. This is the way Europe does it. Um, most of Europe. This is the way a lot of the world does it. So the the, the idea that it should be okay you know, for, 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 for a long time throughout your pregnancy is an outlier extremist point of view. And quit, quit pitching that as like the norm. Yeah, I may be guilty of a little bit of hyperbole once in a great while, very, very rarely. But it's not hyperbole at all to say the the media elite are such a weird little subculture. The way they perceive the world and think you ought to perceive the world is just, well, it's, it's a tiny, tiny little subculture. And the fact that they control so much of the messaging and their brethren in schools and universities are so uh, influential, it's really troubling. I, got, I did follow an interesting thread yesterday on Twitter between, um, well, National Review came after our friend Tim Sandifer a bit on some of the comments Tim was making to us and others mm-hmm. about his view of this whole thing, and it got into a back and forth, and uh, then uh, this guy, uh, Nick Gillespie of Reason, um, putting out there, and, I, and, I, and I, I've always wondered about this myself, is there such thing as the right decision, legally speaking, or is it just you have a preference and you're better at coming up with the legal the legal reasoning for your preference? You're better at crafting the, here's why this is a solid argument. But you're just getting to the result you wanted, just like anybody else would. And I, I find that interesting, because a lot of the time, it does look like, it's just it's just a, a an exercise in who does a better job at coming up with backing up their attempt to get to where they want to be. Sure, yeah, I think that's you know, like all human endeavors, more sure, or less. Sure, sure, which is uh, which is interesting. Um, Tim arguing more that no, there is a right and wrong, and uh, a guy from Reason who's also a libertarian arguing. Eh, I think there's a lot of it's just how how good at you are backing up where you want to get. Yeah, I get I get both those arguments. I, I'm persuaded by the fact that there are certain truths that are so well universal overstates it. They're they're damn near universal, and so we can accept that. Look, human beings are meant or, or are going to be happiest and most productive in these circumstances, like life, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But that's not a universally held value. You know, there are plenty of people who like totalitarian governments. They prefer them. Is it I as, think they're out of their minds. Is it as simple as whether or not you think that's a human being in there? Is that really the crux of the argument? Wasn't I hear Whoopi Goldberg or whoever talking about, you know, just furious that anyone would make a decision on what she should do with her body? Well, it, there's there's two bodies involved here, in my mind. So yes. you don't get to make the sole decision for someone else. And anybody who approaches the subject without acknowledging that is uh, either an idiot 
or is so ideological that they can't permit uh, themselves to even recognize that the other side has an argument. When it, I don't, I think that's intellectually just so cowardly. But you know, <laughs> you start demanding courage out of your celebrities, you're going to be disappointed. When it becomes a someone else is an argument. Because uh, is it as someone else when it's a, uh, a globular of soul of cells at the very beginning? In my mind, it's not, but I know for some of you it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and people draw the different line, but the vast majority of us draw the line after the first trimester. Mm-hmm. The majorities of Republicans and Democrats. How is this so hard? How is this so controversial? And I can't remember when we discussed this yesterday, but it bears repeating anyway. Men and women have almost exactly the same opinions on this stuff. There's very little difference. So, speaking of the view, which I shouldn't ever. Oh, oh. So, so the point is, if you ever hear, yeah, men deciding what women should do with their bodies, that's just it's a it's a red herring. I'd like sorry. Back to the view. I'd like some delicious red herring right now Mm. on uh, on Wonder Bread with uh, with Miracle Whip. That's the way I would eat it. Boy. Speaking of the view, get a spice rack. (laughs) What what kind of a that's cuisine heckling. Wow. Get a spice rack. <laughs> You're going to have your fish on Wonder Bread with mayonnaise. Yeah, absolutely. You're the whitest not, guy who's ever lived. Not just mayonnaise, Miracle Whip. <laughs> um, Joy Behar proposes a sex strike to battle the overturn, or the potential overturn of Roe. We have more power you know than we think. That, that is a great idea. I pledge I will do anything, anything. To prevent you from having sex with me, Joy. I mean, you've, you've, oh, I got no maneuvering room here. You got me. <laughs> Women going on a sex strike. I got to say, I'm immune to it, unfortunately, in my current situation in my life. I'm completely immune to a sex strike. I don't think you can have any effect on me, but, uh, she's going to try to get that going. She's, a, she's the wrong, she's the wrong spokesman for that. The, 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 the picturing sex and her shouldn't occupy any part of my, the same part of my brain. Because there's yes. just too much dissonance going on. Right. Right. She <laughs> she is one of America's foremost ass clowns. I mean, there's, just, nut. there's just no disputing that. Foremost ass clowns. <laughs> Women, how do you feel about the sex strike? Uh, text line 415-295-KFTZ. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. It is Teacher Appreciation Week. Shop teachers. This is your week, too. Thanks to you, I know how to build a birdhouse. Sure, that hasn't been useful in my adult life yet, but you never know when somebody's going to ask you to build a birdhouse. And remember, guys, you only need one finger to say you're number one. <laughs> PE teachers. You may not get an apple on Teacher Appreciation Week, but at least everybody at school knows what your knees look like. So that counts for something. Plus, you get to blow a whistle at work. How cool is that? And finally, substitute teachers. You guys are the best. When you wheel out that old Toshiba TV on a squeaky car, we all know we're in for the best day of school year. Because instead of teaching us about the Roman Empire, you're going to nurse your hangover while we watch the first 45 minutes of October Sky. So kick your feet up on your desk, pull out your phone, and play Fruit Ninja while everyone takes a test. You've earned it. <laughs> That's pretty good. They're doing a lot of stuff at my kid's school for Teacher Appreciation Week, which is fine. The kids seem to really enjoy it. Obviously, the teachers do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate teachers. Well done, good teachers. Bad teachers, I wish you didn't teach. Oh, coming up, speaking of education, uh, to kick off next hour, and as always, if you don't get the next hour live or you got to go to work or what have you, grab the Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast later. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of innocent-sounding, noble-sounding trends in education and what they really are or can be. Very similar to the whole uh, critical race theory or the wokeness uh, thing uh, being passed off as, we just want to be uh, able to talk about racism. No, that's not what you want. Not at all. So we'll uh, pull back the curtains on some of those trends, including the odious restorative justice trend, uh, next hour. Some billionaire I've never even heard of just gave $1.1 billion to Stanford. That's a record amount, even among those kind of people, to open a climate change school in the fall. So that's fantastic. That won't be at all annoying. Russia is launching a lot of airstrikes today. It seems like more than normal. So who knows what's going on there? This did come out from the Associated Press today. Remember when they bound, uh, bombed, Russia bombed that theater that they had painted children on the roof and put signs everywhere to let them know there were children in there? Right. Uh, it c- killed closer to 600 civilians than the, that's double the number of casualties originally reported. 
according to uh, people who are watching that. So they killed about 600 people when they bombed that, knowing it was civilians in there. But that's what that's what Putin does. He 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 murders civilians on purpose. That's his whole thing. So it yeah, shouldn't be surprising to anybody, I suppose. Uh, this is surprising to me that Fox News is taking the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial wall to wall today. As Amber Heard's testimony was pretty compelling yesterday. I gotta say, the split screen of her telling the story and watching Johnny Depp's facial expressions, pretty hard to turn away from. I mean, it's very yeah. compelling testimony with, about what sounds like a horrible situation they had going on. But, uh, I'm his lawyer. I realize he's Johnny Depp. He's worth a gazillion dollars. He's a movie star. He probably can't tell him anything. But I'm, if I'm his lawyer, I'm saying, lose the sunglasses, dude. Don't sit there with sunglasses on while she's telling these stories. How about you? Do you have to wear all those big, crazy Keith Richards rings on both your hands? Do you have to do that? I just. Well, I'll tell you why the attorney will never say that because they've been stealing from him from the beginning. There's no way they ever should have brought this case. It's an open and shut case. He's trying to prove a negative. He never lifted a hand against her. He's a blackout drunk. How would he know? I'm through as the foreman of the jury. We're th- Your Honor, uh, you know what? We're all getting tired of this. There's no way we can possibly accept that he's proved a negative. Well, we played some Amber Heard testimony earlier, and I found it believable. We got this text. I've been listening to you since 1999, but I might actually leave if you choose Amber Heard over Johnny Depp. Okay. <laughs> wow. That, that's the straw that broke the camel's back? Wait a minute. You've got to expand on that, my friend. What a thing to say. She was clearly acting. It's all fake. Blah, blah, blah. So that sort of thing. All right. More important stuff to kick off hour three. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in the podcast at Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. 
Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.